Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. flesh by circumcision. It's, it's supposed to symbolize that Abraham and his descendants were cutting away the flesh. They were no longer going to live life governed by their flesh. What does that mean? Well, what it means is they were not going to be governed and guided by their human appetite. In the Old Testament, there were many rituals that were replaced in the New Testament because of Jesus. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share an example in the Bible of how an Old Testament ritual and practice is now being replaced with something that Jesus did for us on the cross. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 15 as he continues his message U-turns. Pretty much every Sunday we went to Bible classes of some sort, you know, Sunday school classes where we would study the Bible stories, whatever. But it was in the little lesson book of the week because it was standardized. And, and the, the, I mean, we had some rituals, that were a part of that, but I mean, not as many as, for example, say the Methodist church up the street from us. I mean, they had a few more rituals that they observed, really. And, and the Lutheran church, which I didn't even know existed back then, but oh, they had a lot more rituals. And the Episcopal church, even more, and the Catholic church. I mean, nobody beats the Catholic church when it comes to rituals, right? And so when, when I first actually met Jesus, and when I actually started following Jesus, I kind of rebelled against all the rituals. I'm not interested in rituals. I don't want nothing to do with rituals. This is not about religion. It's not about rituals. I'm, I don't care about rituals. And then one day, just this quiet, you know, the Spirit of God sometimes will, will quietly drop a thought into your mind if you're teachable, if you're, if you're not prideful. And he did, one day it was like, the rituals, God said to me, the rituals were my idea. At least many of them. And I began thinking about, you know, the Bible and like, for example, communion. God did that. God did that. He, he actually started it with the Jewish people. And then Jesus took it right? The Passover meal, the Passover Seder. Jesus took it and said, okay, now it's about me. It used to be about the Passover sacrifice. From now on, it's about me. 
as often as you do this, it's you're remembering the Lord's death, Paul said, until he comes. Jesus implemented the ritual. Now, our traditions take it many times, and we can change it up. We pervert it in some cases, you know, and there, there are now doctrines of certain churches that have no connection to the Bible. For example, you know, the, there's, and I'm not going to go down too far down this rabbit trail, but the Catholic Church, for example, teaches the doctrine of transubstantiation. They, they teach that when you drink the grape juice or the wine, it literally becomes the blood of Jesus. When you the communion wafer, you know, after the priest blesses it and everything, and the, well, then it literally becomes the body of Christ. So you're literally being physically joined. That's nowhere in the Bible. That is so not in the Bible. Jesus said, just like you had to the Jewish people, he said, just like you had the Passover feast, and you killed a lamb, and you put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost and the lentils, and then you ate the lamb in a hurry, and you just, you know, you roasted it, and you, you ate it on the run, and da 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 He's like, from now on, from now on, the wine in the cup represents my blood, which is shed for you. From now on, when you, when you eat that unleavened bread, it's well, it's, it's not like the lamb that was killed so that you could live. It's now... It represents my body because I'm giving myself free. But it was, it was all symbolic, see? The, listen, in Genesis chapter 17, God had told Abraham that circumcision would be the sign of his covenant with Abraham. It's like it's a sign. This is, this is an out, it's a visible evidence that you and I have a legal contract. You and I have a legal relationship. You and I are in a covenant together. What did that represent? Well, the cutting away of the flesh by circumcision. It's, it's supposed to symbolize that Abraham and his descendants were cutting away the flesh. They were no longer going to live life governed by their flesh. What does that mean? Well, what it means is they were not going to be governed and guided by their human appetites and emotions. And listen, man, this is such a big deal in our world today. Do you understand that, that all of humanity is governed by human desires, appetites, emotions? More than anything else, the governing, guiding principle of humanity is if it feels good, do it. I mean, that's an old phrase, but it's basically what people are living by. It's like, listen, it's my truth. This is my truth. Well, no, it's a lie that you've believed is what it is. It's, 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 it's something that humanity has bought into this idea that you should follow your heart. That is the dumbest idea anybody ever had. Follow, and listen, I've, I've been as guilty of it as anybody. The idea that a person should, quote, marry for love. What we're actually saying is that if, if you find yourself super infatuated with this other person, well then, 
it's right for you. Well, what if she's your granddaughter? Oh, that's different. Well, how so? And who says? And all of a sudden we find ourselves with these dilemmas. Like right now, the dilemma about transgender sports. Oh my goodness. And people are so confused. But, but you see, God did this, he did this, this, this thing with Abraham and he said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm establishing a relationship with you that's legal. It's binding. But it's invisible because I'm invisible. Nobody can see this and it's not. So here's, here's what I want you to do. Every male child on the eighth day, I want you to cut away the foreskin. I want you to circumcise every single one of them. You're going to be different because trust me, nobody else on the planet is going to do this. You're going to do it. Your family, your descendants. And that's going to separate you from everybody else. And they'll know those people are weird. They're, they're, but they're weird because they're being governed by God not by their humanity. That was the idea. That was the symbolism behind it. Listen to what Paul said as he addressed it to the Romans. In Romans chapter 2, verse 25, Paul said, for circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law. But if you're a breaker of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. In other words, it's meaningless. It's worthless. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man keeps the righteous requirements of the law. Will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physically uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge you, who even with your written code and circumcision are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.